This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by NordVPN. Get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMA Nuts. Bed in the box. Get some of the best sleep ever. Save $25 off with code MMA25. Hotel Collection. Bring luxury hotel scenting home. Save 35% off with code MMA35. Garden. Turn any space into a thriving hydroponic indoor gardening system. Save $100 off with code MMA. Defense Soap. Everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 603. Six. Oh, tree. My name's Diego Weigold. Matt Griffith, MMA Show. Buy my fans, foreign fans, walk live between serious and ridiculous. What's happening? Daylight savings time fucking sucks. Spring ahead. I True feel that. I, I do not feel like a spring chicken when this happens. I feel worn out, like I'm exhausted for like three or four days. And then yeah, it's I- never good. And everyone knows it's the worst day ever for your health. I think it's the, the hospital's busiest day with all the heart attacks and nonsense accidents like, are up you yeah. name it it's no good but yeah, yeah. We, keep, we keep doing it that's yeah, just because something we do a bunch of dummies running the country so because it's fun yeah but you know what else is cool bears you see the bears they traded their number one pick for a fucking number one receiver oh i didn't see that who do, who do we get uh i forgot from carolina Panthers, whoever it is, DJ Moore, if I remember oh, correctly. Wow. Okay. And so we got their number nine pick and then a slew of picks in return. And then today in free agency, the Bears just went off and signed, I think, four players so far. So like two, one Pro Bowl linebacker, another stud linebacker, I think a guard for the offensive line. And then, uh, Someone on the D line, they also signed, but there's also they still have a shit ton of money. <laughs> so just like cha ching, cha ching, cha ching, cha ching. And then uh we'll see what happens in the next couple of days. You still don't know what's happening with David Montgomery at running back because he's a uh, free agent kind of testing the market right now. And then he's kind of old. So I don't know if the Bears are gonna resign him, but we still need more defensive line help and mm-hmm offensive line help but we man. definitely do i'm looking at the terms of this deal it looks like the panthers also gave up their first round picks in next year and the year after well we so- got their first round pick this year which was the nine we got the 2024 first round pick and then i think second round picks in 23 and 25 yeah and the wide receiver. Wow, this is a Yeah, steal. I mean, we basically did the deal because of that receiver because we didn't have a number one receiver. And having him fucking really solidifies a bunch of shit for us. Because you got a guaranteed weapon right there. You know what you got. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean... It'll be fun to watch the Bears if we yeah. just get a, get a little blocking. And and now that we have some weapons on offense. Yeah, shit, and they man. have a shit ton of picks. I mean, you have nine, and then I forget where they start. It's like somewhere – I think they have three between 50 and 65. Mm-hmm. And they still have a bunch of money to spend in free agency. So we shall see. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, 
Here's a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Okay, pop quiz. What's this ad read going to be about? It's not for men's grooming, t-shirts, or meal delivery. It's Raid Shadow Legends. You heard the name, but do you actually know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about hundreds of champions to collect, a super in-depth RPG battle system, amazing graphics, and intense PvE boss fights. So one of the best things that I like about the game, it's free to play. The other thing that blew me away were the graphics. I don't think I've seen another game look as good on mobile and it looks comparable, if not better than on console or a PC. So you're basically building a team of champions and I can show you here. And there's 650 unique ones that you fight through the campaign with and take on different bosses. So why should you play Raid? So R, regular updates and content. There's always new stuff coming to raid. A, arena, test your strength against other players. I, immensely satisfying battle system. D, doom tower, climb the tower, defeat the powerful bosses and earn rewards along the way like new champions, etc. But that's not all. Raid's fourth anniversary is finally here. And there's a ton to get excited about. I'm talking about dedicated offers, free gifts, promo codes, events, and a brand new fusion event where you guys can get your hands on an anniversary themed legendary champion. You also get two bonuses. Uh, Bonus one with all this exciting stuff and more coming to raid. If you haven't started playing yet, then what are you waiting for? Use my link in the description or scan my QR code to get insane bonuses. We are talking an epic champion, other useful things like energy refills, magic potions, and XP brews. Bonus two, since it's Raid's birthday, the gifts keep coming. All new and existing players can get a bunch of free birthday gifts. Once you're in game, after clicking on the links, just enter promo code four years raid to get your hands on four legendary skill tomes, plus other useful stuff, simple. Uh, once you're in crushing your enemies, come find me under the name Sleeper 73 And if you're fast enough, you can join my clan. So just hit my link in the description, and I'll see you on the battlefield. And we're back. Hey. Just like that. <laughs> that was fast. Blazing I know. Like, imagine that. It's like a time warp. Like Ingo disappeared for a second, and it was just me, and I got all big on the screen. It was awkward, but. That sounds dangerous. Oh, it works out. So don't be getting all big on the screen on me, man. Yeah, I don't like it. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? How do I like reduce my size? This doesn't look right. I didn't, uh-huh. I was not comfortable. Uh, so we had uh, UFC over the weekend. Uh-huh. Let's talk about Peter Yan versus Murab Davalishili. If I didn't say that right, coached by Luango Sarah. Um, you want me to go on this one please i didn't i saw the highlights only it seemed like a one one way kind of a situation. oh it was it was uh rob <laughs> going about 150 miles an hour and jan stuck in neutral the entire fight and he just uh-huh. drowned jan oh like, yeah oh, i was like oh my god just whatever he wanted to do and you look at the strike totals it was jan was 87 of 155 and murab was 202 of 401 well, 11 of 49 takedowns <laughs> a a record for the most takedown attempts ever. And the guy never stopped. Like he didn't get tired. Uh, it was amazing. Do you think he might be on the EP? 
I mean, I don't know, but extra performance cardio. He looked unstoppable. Like, I like this guy. And then Jan is on like a three fight losing streak now. And Morab said he's not going to, he doesn't, he was not going to fight his teammate, who's Algerman Sterling, who's the, the champion. Mm-hmm. And then Dana White said, oh, that would be foolish not to fight him. Why is that foolish to not fight uh, your teammate? Uh... Uh, he says that all the time, right? <laughs> Probably contractually speaking, they might make him do it. You know, it's that, that we had this scenario many times. In the all past. the time. <laughs> no, why would you want to fight your teammate? Like I would change divisions like Cormier, right? Yeah. He, went, he went down the light heavyweight to not fight Kane. Like guys have done that. I think it's just because Dana likes wheeling a big dick and wants to just, I'm the fucking owner or whatever. And you do what I fucking tell you to do. But yeah. You know what? Fighters have rights, motherfucker. We do what we want. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, it's not good for your career, but um, it's better for your, I think, your mental health. You don't want to do that. You just no. sit back. Because I think he said he's just going to sit back and let Algerman have a fight and let someone else have a fight and kind of let the dust settle and then see where he steps in. Because he doesn't even want to be a backup for Algerman if something was to happen to him for you know that title fight so mm-hmm. like that makes sense and then just one other fight with uh alexander volkov versus alexander romanov and romanov gassed out in about 10 seconds because <laughs> i Thanks. think the last fight I, I forgot what they were saying he wing and i saw different pictures of the guy where he was like 30 30, 35 pounds lighter in his previous fight. In this hmm. fight, he showed up looking like Mike Russo. <laughs> so, what the fuck? Okay. Um, didn't quite work out. Gassed out in about 10 seconds. And then Volkov, I think he dropped him. We got him on the ground and then just fucking like ground and pound TKO early win. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was about that. And then we move over to Bellator 292. Yes. Can we, can we see, can we, can I show the highlight from, uh... Um, the MVP fight. Did, yeah, did, go did, ahead. Are, are we allowed to show yeah. that? Yeah, if you have the Bellator tweet, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So we have the tweet here. Um, here he is, and we're we're make sure the volume's off. So you know things are going okay. There's a fight happening right here, and then he throws this little strike right to the leg that lands on the knee, and bloop! That does not look good. I bl- his knee out, man. Just totally blew up the meniscus and other things i'm pretty sure it's just nasty the guy won't shit straight for three weeks he blew (laughs) his ass out on that one but mvp does he have fucking titanium in his knees Uh, and legs because remember he also did he also caved cyborg skull in Uh, yeah remember like that flying knee he does They're going to find out he's a cyborg. <laughs> he's not a human. He was the cyborg. Cyborg's not the cyborg. MVP's the goddamn cyborg. Yes. And MVP also lost to Mike Perry in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. So just remember yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> like so maybe insane. Mike Perry is the cyborg. Well, that's what I'm saying. And Mike Perry is supposed to fight Luke Rockhold in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. I and Luke keeps so. talking all this shit like Mike doesn't know what he's in for. Mike, no, Luke, you don't know what you're in for because Mike Perry is fucking built for bare knuckle fighting championship. Okay, he beat MVP. If he beat MVP, he's beating Luke Rockhold. Yeah, and he's gonna 
make his pretty face not so pretty anymore yeah I, he, I, I he's a it's... fucking brawler he's in it's yeah. not his first fight over there so it's like luke has so much bad stuff going against him mm-hmm. so and he's he's gonna damage his pretty face like he's gonna ruin his modeling career and if he was a hand model he's gonna lose that too because he's gonna break his fucking hands but mm. anyway mm. Uh, another thing for Bellator, Benson yes. Henderson. Uh, I don't know if you saw, he retired from fighting officially, facing Usman Nurmagomedov. Yeah, and um, I want to talk a little bit about that fight because Usman had a rear naked choke locked in, and then Big John says, "Oh, Henderson is doing just fine right now," and then Henderson instantly taps like right when he said that. Like, does Big John not know what's going on? I mean, maybe he thought. Because we've seen that in the past, right? Where Henderson was like almost unsubmittable when you'd be like, how the fuck is he getting out of that? He looks like Gumby with all this shit. And then, yeah, like you're saying, he had a fucking retired. That's crazy to think. And someone had tweeted out something if you have it leave his glo- left his gloves in the cage i you like know, those st- white gloves those are sharp i mean i i like the outfit in general it reminds me of like bj penn back in yeah, the day right. you know, just kind of like and and kudos to him for staying in shape his entire career i mean this guy look at him he's chiseled looking mm-hmm. good just i think age and the sport and the evol- evolution of the sport just kind of got the better of him you know he never quite could keep yeah. up anymore yeah know? and i think part of his problem is he kept it all natural especially like going over to bellator you know you can kind of be on a little something something and he sure as shit didn't get on it because typically when you go over there you know you can you can run a little hot yeah it didn't well, seem like he ran hot does he still have the toothpick that's my question oh maybe that's what happened maybe they banned the toothpick i but think they did there's that's a the tweet from Shaheen Al Shadi, who kind of listed like his career stuff of like who he fought and like Cerrone twice, Nate Diaz, Frankie Edgar twice, Jorge Masvidal, Patricio Pitbull, Gilbert Melendez, Josh Thompson, Clay Guida, Jim Miller, WEC champ, and UFC champ. And and forget that sometimes, like of how exciting, like him in the WEC with all that. I mean, you look at the Pettis fight, right? That's where you get the fucking Showtime kick. Like, fuck. I miss yeah, all those. He took the small cage. Yeah, he did. He, he fucking he got dropped. Kick. But, like, that was awesome. And instead yeah. of Bonner was on the call going, why don't we just see, like, some fucking crazy karate shit or whatever he said? But, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, fuck. I miss those days. Like, the blue whatever hexagon they're fighting in very very small cage lots of excitement mm-hmm, lots mm-hmm. of exciting fights almost underground at the time so yep, yep yep um so my question is how how much time will pass before he enters bare knuckle fighting championship i don't see him doing that i just i, I can't see it hmm I, he seems more like a jujitsu guy i was gonna like, say gra- grappling for sure yeah. but i i can't see him doing that you know, I think I don't know what he's going to be doing f- after f- his fighting career, but I he seems like a guy who could Only have fans? some options. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's where a lot of people. Well, yeah, I don't know. Speaking of OnlyFans, we we'll probably talk about some sponsors here. Ah, let's do that. Should we start with a little Manscaped? Yes. Uh, it doesn't feel like it in Chicago today, but across the world, spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped say. have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year, Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation 
on that beautiful face with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Make sure you you look your best this spring by using code MMANOTS20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's right. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It's very professional. Uh, The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show your face in the daylight again. Oh, my God, I could melt. So use this kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you've got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. And remember, you can always save 20% off and get free shipping with the code MMANOTS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code MMANOTS20 at manscaped.com. Focus on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest look in the game. That's right. I'm so clean right now. (laughs) I'm going to grow this shit forever until someone says, I'm not appreciating your beard, sir. Uh, This episode is also sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, guys. Shouldn't you always be at your best? 2023 is a year to maximize your performance in the bedrooms. Listen up, bluechew.com. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. It's a simple process. You just go to bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's done online, no visits to the doctor's office, and they're made in the USA and prepared and direct shipped to your door in a discreet, I believe it's black package still, black I don't know. Uh, it comes in a cardboard package, but inside the cardboard is a black package. So it's double, con- you know, concealed. You don't even know what it is. It's no, it and it tastes delicious. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's right. And Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and <clears throat> do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can try Blue Chew free. We use our promo code MMA Nuts at checkout. Just pay. $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code MMA nuts to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Yes, we do. And we also thank Miracle Brand. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? I it did not lead... know that. <laughs> it's disgusting. It can lead to acne, <laughs> allergies, and stuffy noses, and it's just gross. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. That's right. I don't think I've washed mine and I don't want to keep track anymore. So let's just say I have them. There are self-cooling properties for better quality sleep, which I've been getting a lot of. Uh, You're using silver infused fabrics originally developed by NASA. It's got to be good if NASA made it. Miracle made sheets are thermal regulating. That's right. You heard me. I'm using big words. I don't even have the money to pay for them and designed to keep your at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. So go to trymiracle.com slash MMA to try it today. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can save over 40% and be sure to use our promo code MMA at checkout to save even more. And you get three free towels. It's insane. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100%, 110% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash MMA and use the code MMA to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40%. Again, 
That's trymiracle.com slash MMA to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. That's right. Woo -woo. Right back to the show. What else is happening? Oh, man, I got a few things. I'm trying to think. Where, where do I start? Um, okay, so a couple UFC fight night um, just happened over the weekend, 221. And I was reading about this new like program that the UFC um, has been working on, which I believe launched with the of this event, which is they call it the UFC Promotional Guidelines Compliance Payment Program. Have you heard of this? I heard things. He heard things. So basically, the program replaces the old one, um, which was, I think, called like the outfitting policy. Okay. And th this is like has requirements such as what outfitting requirements, media commitments that you have to make and other aspects that are in the con various contracts. And as long as you meet those, you get a piece of the pie um, for that event when you have a fight. So um, I believe uh, uh, Yan and well, received an amount of about eleven thousand or so each as part of their guidelines, and there were a couple <laughs> as other headliners, eleven well, grand. This is just extra pay, right? And, and just for for like following the rules, I guess. And you know, um, I think uh, Volkov, uh, Aldrich, and a couple other guys uh, also on the card received that amount, and then there were various different um, uh, amounts oh. given out to other other people. So this is like an ongoing thing. This is the this is a way the UFC gives back to their headlining fighters and other fighters. And I'm just take I'm just curious. Eleven thousand dollars is not a lot of money, like for these guys. Like, if we're basically becoming the NASCAR of of every event, like I have a problem with this, and I I don't know like how is this okay? Like I I don't. Don't remember how much they're making back when they could do sponsors. They're making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Even the non-top tier fighters were making hundreds of thousands of dollars at sponsors. And then they had to put like a sponsor tax on people. And then yep. they weeded out everybody. And then it's just like they've progressively taken away more and more money from the fighters. But again, it's that balancing act of... You don't want to pay them too well because then they'll do a few fights and be done and have too much power. But you gotta you gotta find that range of what's fair and what's not. And I feel like we're in that uh not fair range. Totally not fair. Especially the slap fighters, if that, that two and two was right. Oh, <laughs> and, oh. and apparently, like uh slap fighting got demoted off of TBS yes, now. So I think they're looking at doing everything's going to run through Rumble. Rumble, whatever yeah. The fuck that is. Isn't that some Saudi backed thing? Like, some there's some. Well, that would make sense because I think they were talking about having season two in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Maybe three. I don't know. Everything might run over there on Fight Island, but which is I weird because I don't think they've been back there in a while. So. Well, I keep seeing like the highlights and every time I'm just like, damn, this is just like stupid on so many levels. They get, the guys are just getting KO'd constantly. It's just really silly. But I get why some chic would be like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know? <laughs> well, maybe if he fell out of bed of swords or something, <laughs> like we need another element of danger. It just, I mean, it was okay for one show, but what are you going to see that's going to be different? Like a dude's going to slap another dude. Like that's that's the game. It's, it's not like MMA where you're gonna 
potentially see something crazy. Any fight, something can happen. You could have Jorge Mazadal run right across the octagon and flying knee Ben Askren into oblivion. Or uh, Fabricio Verdum flying sidekick fucking, who is it? Travis uh, fucking Brown. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Ronda Rousey's husband. So, yeah, yeah. you never know. It's like the fights start weird. Shit can happen. Not in power slap. It's always power the same. slaps. Just gonna be. I slap you. You hopefully get knocked out, or you slap me back. Yeah, just, I, I just I fail to see the skill level in this in this proposed sport. So you know. Well, I'm kind of surprised it's gonna make it to season two because I had predicted one season and done. I mean, one season off of regular television. But Dana seems super hype about the amount of uh, views or downloads online is charting off of the charts. Like, what what does that mean? Like, I don't understand. Like, how is that important? Like, social media stats are so crazy. Yeah, but do, do people actually like this or not? That's the thing. I don't think like, they obviously they that. don't because the viewership, I think, was the lowest it was ever been for any television show ever. I wonder if that's the gig though, is like, they don't care about viewership. They care about engagement, like social media wise. And if people hate something that's there's no such thing as bad press is hmm. hating a bunch of people hating. You want that. You want people liking it and hating it. If, because it, as long sure. as you talk about it, you know, then they can market this shit. But I don't know, maybe, we'll, maybe something cool will happen and they'll have new rules that they add. Maybe every season they have to add new rules and the fans can vote on the additional rule. Like swords, that sounds amazing. <laughs> How about a uh, kick to the balls? Yeah. I kick you in the balls, you kick me in the balls. A little Rochambeau. Right. That know. could be the tiebreaker. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <It's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Um, yeah. Um, all right, so... Let's talk some UFC pound for pound rankings. Okay. I want to share this with you. I I found this on the underground um, recently. And if you look here, our friend, John Jones slid all the way up to number one after what happened recently, Um, just ahead Mm -hmm. of Volkanovsky, Makachev, Edwards, Usman. Like, what do you think about these rankings the way they are right now? Do you you think, do you think it's. Well, I think it should just be John Jones one through fifteen because, <laughs> like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like that guy just kills everybody on that list twice on Sunday. It's like not even like I don't like the list at all. I don't know who else should be on it, but I just think it's bullshit because all I can see is John Jones, and that's all that fucking matters. He's the best. Like you can't just move up the heavyweight and finish a guy. In the first round, and I think it was within like the third fastest. Uh, I don't know if it was submission or finish in heavyweight history. Mm-hmm. First fight at the heavyweight, and you made it look very easy. Yeah, like so. a man fighting a child. Yeah, but the, I I agree with the rankings. I'm just you know I think the second fight will tell the story because, you know. For John at the heavyweight division, I'm not saying he's not the greatest fighter that probably ever lived, but I'm I'm just saying, in the heavyweight division, I think the next fight will will be the story because oh, I can't wait for that. I'm I'm yeah. like super excited because <laughs> if he's supposed to fight Stipe, there was a time where I thought, oh, that's going to be a challenge. Now I think he's going to fuck him up, and I think Stipe knows that. He's like, ah, oh, shit. Now I got to fight him. 
Well, it's so. one thing. It's one thing to think about it when you know it's a long ways away, but it's not a long ways away anymore. It's knocking at your door, buddy. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, and <laughs> so, I don't think you can be part-time fighter. Like I'm fireman full-time and uh, UFC champion or UFC heavyweight some of the time. I think you got to be a hundred percent fighter. Like you might just need to quit firefighting for however long you're going to be training here. Cause fuck man, this is no normal human being you're fighting. No, he's a specimen and he's intelligent in the cage, which is the scary part. He can adapt. And at heavyweight, he could potentially fight into his forties and still be yeah relatively dominant. We'll see what happens. Cause I don't, I, my, that's my worry is that he's just going to have one more fight and probably like beat Stipe and then just be like, now what? I think I'm done. Like, oh no, don't do that. Cause it's, it's surprising that they actually retained him because they want to just keep letting all the good fucking talent walk away, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this weekend <clears throat> you have UFC 286 yeah which uh you have leon edwards rematching kamara usman mm-hmm. it's kind of a weird fight i don't because usman was winning like what 99 percent of the first one and then yeah. leon throws a fucking sniper head kick and i mean he yeah, did well know. in the first round against usman but he did he, he took him down you know and, and was able to control him a little bit but from there on uh, you know i I think Usman won the next three easily, yeah. in my opinion. And then you get down to the last, like, the, I want, we should call it the sun in minute of every fight, the jail sun in <laughs> minute, the last right. minute of a title fight. We're like, <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's kind of like, sad. why are you it's, sitting around in guard? Oh, no uh, reason. No. I like to play here. Oh, no. Uh, it's uh, I just remember our buddy, like, we were giving him so much shit for what fucking five rounds. Like, yeah, fucking Chael's beating his ass. Fuck you. And then fucking he throws out the Hail Mary triangle. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> oh, now I gotta uh, eat all this shit. It's bad. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see Usman not winning this fight. I don't think Edwards is going to get lucky. Not, I don't want to say he got lucky. I don't think you can you can play the same trick twice. I think these guys are top level fighters. Usman, I think had was dominating that first fight outside of the first round. I don't see that changing. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking a decision is probably likely, um, but I, 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 I'm picking Usman like four rounds to one, probably if not five rounds to, to none. Yeah. I, I mean, that seemed fluky the way he yeah. won. So, yeah. So, and then we look at the rest of the card. I, I really think this should be the fucking main event. Gaethje versus Rafael. Well, I don't know how you want to say that. Fizzy. Fizzy's. Fizzy Hoffy. Uh, I'll just tell you what. Gaethje's my favorite fighter. And some fucking shit's going down. Like, yeah. they ain't going to the distance. No fucking way. And Gaethje is not the favorite. That's fucking crazy. It is pretty crazy. I think between the two of them, they have like 31 or 32 finishes out of all their fights. They're like 98% finishes when they win between the two of them. So it's like... That's what you want. You want guys that go to war. Yeah. Treat this like they're goddamn uh, Vikings, right? Like two men enter, one man leaves kind of shit. It's a Thunderdome, Mad Max, whatever. Like that's why I love guys that 
it's kill or be killed. I'm either going to knock you out or you're going to knock me the fuck out. And then I'm going to do a backflip. So love that kind of shit. And then you got, uh, could be another good fight. Gunnar Nelson, Brian Barbarina. Brian always brings it. Gunnar is usually uh, submitting fools. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maya O'Neill. And so uh, you have a bunch of ranked fighters. It's decent card. I'm just kind of scrolling through the rest of the fights. One, two, three, no pictures. Hey, there's a no picture. Yeah, there you go. God, UFC, you're so fucked. Whoever's running your website, they can go fuck themselves. I'll say this every time I don't see a picture. That's when you're too smug for your own good. Like, ah, we don't have to put pictures of the fighters up. What if this is my first fight in the UFC? I've worked my whole life to get there. Then you don't even value me enough to put my fucking picture on your goddamn website. Mm-hmm. Hey, family, look at me. I am black silhouette number three. Yay. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what else is going on? Uh, got some Holly home news. Um, Ooh. Yeah, like she's, she has a fight coming up in on the 24th, I think, 25th the of March. Preacher's daughter. Yeah, against Kunit Sakaya. Um, I think that's a free fight on ESPN. But in either case, I have a video of her doing a little ice bath therapy. You Sweet, know? I like this. Uh, uh-huh. I like and where she, we're going here. She is looking absolutely ripped in this. Here she is. She's in there doing her thing, doing a little plunging. She's in the... She's in a ice bath. Let's just say it like that. Not even give you the brand name. Yes. Um, and there she is. I mean, look at that. Look at him, dude. Great She's shape. ripped as shit. You ain't lying. Yeah. So good on her. I she looks ready. Um, those ice ice baths. What I want to know is she was wearing these little footies. Um, is that like a requirement to keep the toes from freezing or something? Um, maybe. It's probably good. I mean, I would imagine your extremities are going to get destroyed in there. Mm-hmm. I've been doing the cold showers like every morning. I fucking hate it, especially like here. Like the colder it is outside, the colder your shower gets. Because that's another one of those Huberman podcast things. It's supposed to be good for you. Like, oh, you only need to do 30 seconds. But every day I'm just like, let me do another second. Mm-hmm. Let me do another second. That shit burns, but you gotta you gotta beat that bitch out of you. You just gotta you go for it. Um, let's see what else. I saw they had a list of the top fifty highest paid athletes of all time. It's kind of shocking. I'm gonna pull this up. I don't know who put this out. This just happens to be on Sportico. So you have Michael Jordan at number one with three point three billion. This is inflation adjusted earnings. So wow. whatever that means. But it's still I I didn't know people were in the billions. And then you have all the golfers. You have Tiger Woods, two point five billion, Arnold Palmer, one point seven, Jack Nicholas, one point six three. Uh anyway, you get down into fighters, Floyd Mayweather, one point four one billion. That's insane. Mike Tyson, 875 million. Keep going. George Foreman, 680 million. But I think a lot of that was from that lean, grill. lean drilling machine. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Those numbers are I mean, inflated. Jordan made all his money from it from that stuff too, you know. Yeah, a lot fucking of shoes, are, right? You become Oscar like a Dale. brand. Sure. Oscar De La Hoya, 665. And then 
There you go. Conor McGregor at 33 with 615 million. That's wow. fucking insane. Yeah. Man. That is pretty crazy. I'm just wow. trying to, I can't even fathom like what the hell do you do with that kind of money when you're in the multi hundred millions of dollars and then even to the billion dollar point? Like, what are you doing with your money at that point? Two chicks at the same time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like office space. Yes. <laughs> I think you could probably afford more than two. You could probably get a hundred. Well, you don't want to be time. greedy. Like, you know. Well, what else? you got to get, a, you're going to have to keep upping the game because you're going to be unsatisfied with life. It's like, what mm -hmm. are you trying to do? The game is to earn and stock it away. Mm -hmm. But at some point, it's just too much. It's just too mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, what else you got? Uh, I got a couple KOs of the week. Uh, I can wait okay. until you're ready. Or uh, you can go ahead and I'll throw a few in. Okay. I've got one from uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting. Uh, not sure what venue this is in, but uh, here's one. Okay. That that is a good night. I like situation. the hay barrel. It's hay like bay. A, it's like a he's out, as you can see. It's let's let's see if we can just see it tee it up one more time. They're like, good night. So that's one. Ooh, uh yeah. it's pretty nasty. He's well, anytime they board up, that was like uh, Nate Corey, Rich Franklin when he got boarded. Mm -hmm. Now we have this one from Combate. Um Justin Vasquez, you know, he, here we go. He's like, get and good night. See you later. No, Jorge Masvidal, Ben Askren. <laughs> that was pretty nasty. Pretty nasty stuff. I mean, he was on the ground. He's like, you will not hold me down again, bitch. And that was it. So nice. I like it. It's always fun and when the head slams on the. I mean, that's I'll, the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, really. I got. I got a couple. Yeah. I gotta turn my sound off now. No, no share sound. Well, this is like a half boards. Oh, you just get boarded. I just got boarded, sir. Mm -hmm. And then there was this female fight. I'm gonna stop this one because it just it goes off pretty quick. It's another one where you're, someone just gets deaded. Oh Jesus, that's <laughs> that's a bad one. And then this chick's just like, I can't believe I just did that. Did that just happen? Did I just fucking kill her? Fuck. I think I killed that bitch. Oh wow. Yeah, these things happen sometimes. It does. And then I forgot, like last week, whatever we were talking, we were capping the John Jones fight when he was doing his post-fight interview. He says, uh, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ! And he did it like that. I'm like, what is he doing? He made the whole crowd laugh. I'm like, good for John. Mm -hmm. And then he also had this quote. This came up this week. He's talking about the fight. He's like, I locked the guillotine choke up twice. The first time I could hear his spine popping. I Ooh. gave him a nice chiropractic adjustment. The second time, he didn't want that same ratchet on his neck, and I put my arm on his neck and choked him out. I didn't expect it to go that quickly. Like that's a nice guy, John Jones, chiropractor extraordinaire. 
And then I think I already mentioned that Benil Dariush versus Charles Oliveira going down at UFC 288. Then they also said Cron Gracie is coming back and he's going to fight Charles Jordan. Okay. I mean, fucking Cron, I can't remember the last time he fought. It was a terrible fight because I think he was trying to like do some weird stand up. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Uh, what else you got? Uh, just some knowledge. That's it. Okay. For me. Let me, I got a handful of other things. Do you know who is Nick Diaz MMA goat? The tweet guy on Twitter. What? That's a question. Like who's Nick Diaz's MMA goat. I'm trying to compute what that means. Who is okay. Nick Diaz's MMA goat? Is They're it- asking him, who do you think is the goat of MMA? Ask Nick Diaz. Like they're asking him, who do you think is oh, the Oh, you want me to answer as though I'm Nick Diaz. Okay. Right. Fucking like, who do you think he's gonna say? Fucking Nick Diaz. Who's your goat? Um, my swell. <laughs> <laughs> my swell, Ingo. Um, my swell. <laughs> he's been hanging out so you're you. right. <laughs> it's my swell. Motherfucker. <laughs> You guys have been hanging out, apparently. <laughs> he's been at he's been at the Griffith residence pre-show. Yeah, yeah we get to about you know, twenty minutes in. Oh, he speaks man. about as good as I am. And then uh, I saw Patty Pimblet wanted to test out a Sparta kick. I don't know Jeez. how loud I can go on this, but he did that on a little person, and uh, he didn't go very hard. Sparta, this is Sparta, Dolly. We know. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> the little guy uh got thrown for a loss oh, <laughs> oh my god I think he killed me but could you imagine if he did uh i think it was arlovsky did that to john dodson and oh, launched him but if fucking pimblet did that to this little man holy uh, shit balls crazy uh we'll do a little viking strength here so this is okay. uh the mountain from game of thrones doing a little mm-hmm. display of strength and i always love seeing displays of strength like this shit is incredible i turned the sound off but he's got two ladies and he's just fucking pressing them overhead like it's nothing yeah and he's not it's not like i'm just doing one rep i am doing multiple reps jesus that is fucking insane insanely strong yep so good on him mm-hmm. I like display of strength do a little tweet of the week. I got a uh, tree. I don't know. What, okay, fuck. <laughs> Here we go. This is when the show goes off the rails. I'm scared. I love it. Good thing Bars, we did a sponsor. Uh, to go hard. So, gay sex prevents abortions. <sighs> Suck a cock for Jesus. Good lord. That's one. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm sure bad. it'll get better from here. Go. Then all it gets better. It's sure I go hard. They have a second one. Uh, I did ketamine once and I woke up with a horse dick. Okay. That's number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what the third one is. I'm sure it, it won't get any worse. <clears throat> oh, yeah. This is uh, apparently in, they do basketball in Taiwan, but they have a, another way of distracting the um, players here. So they don't wave shit in the background. They uh, booty drop in thongs. <laughs> Make you miss your free throw. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
And then we'll do a little astronauts. So pull up a visual one here. Ooh, so Nick I'm Diaz ready. is saying he's asking to fight as this is Nick talking. So I'm asking to fight as soon as possible. Not John Jones, though. Yeah, something like that. Israel Adesanya or Alex Pereira. Uh, I always want to fight the best. So what do you think of that? And who do you think would be a good fight for Nick? I mean, didn't those two just fight? the pair yeah. and Adesanya. right and um, they're probably gonna I, I don't know if they're supposed to rematch or not but I'm like oh my god oh uh, god i um i don't know i don't like his chances against either of those guys I, i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie i, I think that's stylistically Ooh, adesanya yeah. is a tough matchup for him Pereira, i don't know i think maybe he has a better chance um against Pereira perhaps how about like uh someone who talks a lot of shit and is crazy how about a Sean Strickland okay okay I, I can get around it's a little that. lower in the rankings it's or like number seven Robert Whitaker maybe he's ranked number two still oh is he oops never mind okay <laughs> but he is a journeyman hey what about Paulo Costa that that's an option also Paulo's very swell, but Nick could uh, out cardio him. Paulo's okay. ranked number five. I'd be down with that. Anderson Silva, we should make a comeback. <laughs> He's like a hundred years old. That might work out. Okay I'd be okay Nick. with this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just I love Nick, but geez. He's he's probably answering that question the same asking that thing the same day he did the little interview about my swelf. Probably my swelf. <laughs> that's classic. <laughs> I feel like that should be a new thing we say all my swelf. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Oh god. What are you doing today? I'm just hanging out with my swelf, you know. <laughs> um Jake Paul was talking about his loss. He had this to say. He said uh, he had a wet dream, which contributed to Tommy Fury defeat. He said, I woke up in a panic like, fuck, you have two weeks of testosterone built up. So a wet dream happens. It makes your legs weak. I think it's one of the many reasons why I lost. What do you think about that? Wet dreams? I don't know. I thought I thought that was only true for Rocky. <laughs> yeah, I'm it. not buying into it. No. You just you lost. Take a loss. It happens take the l and then i know this guy's been circulating around but i i'm just imagining when i play this beforehand that i'm in a shopping mall and then this transaction is going down ting a icon holding an undefeated record of 29 wins with no losses I'm not playing the whole thing. But could you imagine you're like you're shopping at a mall and you got this fucking jack leg pretending he's Bruce Buffer, who I have a real problem he's, with. He's really in it. He's really yeah. into it. Yeah. Cause he does that like when he meets fighters too. He, he's in that whole get up and he's like, let me do a whole intro for you. And I think he did one for John Jones and John got all fired up. Like he was ready to fight. He's like, Oh fuck. Cause it would be like our pre-show song, right? Yeah, you yeah. hear the song and it's go time. Like John heard that. And he was like, he got amped up. Like he was ready to fucking kill someone or like a couple hookers. I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like it. I mean, 
I'm not. Maybe that guy would be cool if I, every time I go into a meeting, he has to go in first, and then I yes, <laughs> dial like get the crowd like he's like your warm up crew for like any a meeting, even if it's yes. like an interview at Starbucks. This guy's coming. <laughs> this guy's coming with me ahead of time. There he is. Fuck yeah. Uh, and then i saw scott coger he was talking about francis and ganu mm-hmm. and it didn't sound like bellator wanted to sign him because it sounds like Nganu is asking for way too much money and he's like i gotta pay this whole other roster but at the end of the day and i think he was trying to help Nganu out he just said oh i think it's a 50 50 if we're gonna sign him so like where do you think francis is gonna end up I think he'll end up there. He'll come to his senses. He's probably just shopping around, trying to see what it makes sense. He's on the open market, seeing what he can get. Um, but I really like him in in boxing, though. I would like to mm-hmm. see that, you know. So I I think maybe that's a high possibility, you know. And that may be to tie too. And I think Coger was alluding to that because Showtime is part of like dialed in with Bellator. So maybe he goes over there. I don't know what boxers Showtime has or who but i'm i'm guessing boxing also but i mean that's where you're gonna make the most bang for your buck go to boxing and then if you want to get crazy do a little bellator you could potentially do pfl and i the ufc it sounds like uh that bridge has been severed and speaking of severed bridges i saw randy couture and uh even for us the hobby was talking about john jones and saying like they don't think he can even be in the goat talk because of all the extracurricular stuff he's done. Mm. And Randy specifically said this, he's like, I think certainly he's in that conversation. I think some of the other extraneous stuff, in my opinion, hampers him from being the top guy or at the top of that list. I think it's more about, I think it's about more than just what you do in the cage. It's about everything, but there's no denying the ability and the talent that John Jones possesses. Do you agree or disagree? And why or why not? Cause he's saying John, like whatever John's done, that's fucked up off, not in the octagon prevents him from being the greatest of all time. I don't, I don't buy that. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Nah. I, I, I just nah, I just can't well, look at who it's coming from. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking Randy Couture, like, and, and I'm just talking like steroids, right? Cause Mr. Randy had a blood doctor. Oh yeah. I, I'm sure back in the day, everyone was juicing up. I can't say specifically it was him, but you don't have a blood doctor for no fucking reason mm-hmm. and fight well into your forties in the heavyweight division. Right. So, um, John Jones is who he is. What you do off the field, I don't give a fuck what you do personally. Yeah. With some exceptions, but Mm -hmm. I won't go into those exceptions. But Mm -hmm. uh, it's what do you do in the confines of your sport? And he murders motherfuckers. And he's finishing people again. So if he's going to continue with that, that's my criteria. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we're down to knowledge. We got for knowledge. Uh, well, over the weekend, uh, I watched the new Chris Rock special on Netflix, Netflix mm-hmm. called Selective Outrage. Um, little stand up special. It's the one year anniversary this weekend of the infamous incident with Will Smith. He kind of talks about that a little. And 
And I thought it was quite entertaining. I highly recommend it. He's he's still in his uh if you if you're a Chris Rock fan, he still got it. And he goes places where you're like, Oh, he didn't just he did not just say that. And you're like, <laughs> Yes, he did. He totally said that. <laughs> so I recommend it. It's a it's a good watch if you need a little little laugh in your life. So nice. Yeah, I heard his uh his little clip uh about uh well that guy yep thank yeah. you <laughs> and then i got three things for knowledge let's see what happens there's a little road rage incident someone had the road aren't you get out of the truck <laughs> get out of the truck little lady no i'm good see because you know you lose how do i lose because i will beat your fucking dick into the ground all day long that's kind of gay isn't it i will beat your dick <laughs> 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 that's reminiscent of uh i think it was dana white on one of those tough shows where he was talking about you gotta beat off all these guys to see who gets in the house he's like oh wait that came off really wrong no you gotta fight people not beat them off like yeah that was one and then this is where it gets really off the rails like i don't know what i'm watching here but this is uh vids that go hard like, what are the dogs doing here? Come on. No, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Hey. Hey. Okay. Come on, Jenna, go. Let's go. Bad girl. Let's go. Wow. Uh, Keep walking. Keep walking. It's like one of those furry things. I, I don't know what this is about. I don't know what this lifestyle is. So I just showed that and then disturbing uh, on many levels. We'll close it with this one. So this is this girl posts like, what are you eating first? And it's a picture of her and a pizza. And someone replies, "Uh, you're an asshole, Cindy. Is that what you wanted to hear? That we'll eat your asshole (laughs) before eating the pizza, you fucking whore. (laughs) That's uh, only fans, girls posting their losses. I love it. What happens when body starts slapping? Mm-hmm. Paige Van uh, Zanten. I like it. That was a good one. <laughs> I think that's it. Let's shut it down before okay. it gets too far off the rails. Yeah, good. First, uh, that has been this week's edition of Bethany Nuts. My name's Ingo Weigel. Matt Griffith, thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs>